Hi, and welcome to Jonas's Sports Mania Podcast, second episode of the first season. As usual, we're going to start out with the MLB. This today, during spring trading, Gavin Lux from the Los Angeles Dodgers recently tore his ACL in spring training game versus the San Diego Padres. Lux was running the bases when he suffered the injury, ducking on the way to second, avoiding a throw from the Padres' third baseman, Jant Zen Witt. Lux fell in the process, and his right knee buckled awkwardly after a couple of steps. Lux was trying hard not to cry, as he stated. It's heartbreaking. You put in a lot of time and work and really enjoy the guys in the clubhouse. The hardest part is just not being able to be on the field, for sure. Lux will go through rehab, of course, but this season probably has taken an end, and he will most likely not be playing in 2023. Now, within the next few days, we will be going over some of the predictions on the leaders for their average, home runs, stolen bases, etc. Today, though, we will be starting with stolen bases. Last season, John Birdie led the MLB with 41 stolen bases, followed by Jorge Mateo, 35, and Chris Mullins, 34. This is very low in that the past decade, that has been the lowest that a person has for the highest stolen base to be 41. This season, though, the bases have a little bigger. Yesterday, we talked about how the bases went from 15 inches to 18 inches. And the pitch clock. The pitch clock affecting the pitchers with the 30 seconds in between, 20 seconds with runners on, and 15 seconds without runners on. Um, So this would affect them for the ball to get across the plate in time. We may see more attempts at stealing bases. My guess is there will be more stolen bases and that the leader will have over 50. And I believe John Birdie may lead that category again. So finally in the MLB, Black History Month is coming to an end. And we are going to represent some of the top MLB black athletes that have changed the way baseball has been played. Jackie Robinson, of course, was the first player to integrate into baseball league for the Brooklyn Dodgers, as uh, now known as the Los Angeles Dodgers, as he persevered, as people called him very racist names, and he is one of the most recognizable blacks to play baseball. Second, Hank Aaron. Hank is considered the all-time home run leader because Barry Bonds had taken steroids, so he's an asterisk next to his name. When Babe Ruth hit all his home runs, like the 60 home run season and 700 uh, 700 plus home runs total. Nobody thought that would have been able to be beat, but Hank Aaron topped it. Third is Ricky Henderson, who's one of the fastest baseball players ever to play. One single season, he stole 130 bases in a single season, and totally stole one. He stole 1,406 bases. Another thing is that he played from 1979 to 2003, which you don't see anymore. It's a ridiculous amount of years. Fourth, we go on to Ken Griffey. Ken Griffey mainly played for the Seattle Mariners, and Griffey was a power hitter, but could also hit for contact. In his career, he hit 630 home runs and had 1,836 RBIs. Finally, we remember Roberto Clemente. His efforts to save the community ended up having him killed, but he had exactly 3,000 MLB hits, and and he won the World Series twice with the Pirates. There are so many other great black athletes that were recognized that were not recognized here. Now we will move on to the NBA. Last night's second overall pick, Lamelo Ball, fractured his right ankle playing last night. According to ESPN, Ball appeared to turn the ankle early in the third quarter while dribbling the ball behind his back. He immediately went down in pain and was subbed out 
of the game. One of his teammates, Gordon Hayward, was mad at, at LaMelo Ball for going out of the game and it, when it was close and they needed a win badly. He believed that the ankle was just tweaked and LaMelo could play with him. Gordon later said that it was very disappointing because he felt they were on the edge to take off in the late season. Overall, the Hornets won, but some people may have been may have really said they lost because of LaMelo's injury. Another big injury happened last night as LeBron James injured his foot and has been reported that he will miss two to three weeks. This is crushing the Lakers because of their playoff run to get to the playoffs is on the edge with that West Coast standings for the playoffs right now as they are fighting to get into the playoffs. LeBron posted a, pic- a picture of his foot on, tw- on Twitter the following day and more will come on the update of James. The NFL. Moving on to the NFL, many players were dropped for, from their teams today. The first one was Leonard Fournette, the Buccaneers running back. Fournette helped the Buccaneers win the Super Bowl the year Brady came over, and the Bucks were heavily relying on. But the Bucks were heavily relying on the pass this year, and Leonard did not get to see the ball very often. Fournette apparently was part of the decision. Because he said he said that since Brady is not there anymore, he wanted to he wanted to be somewhere else and wanted to be traded. He later said that winning is everything, meaning that since Tom Brady is not there, they're not likely to win as much as they did. The second person that got dropped was a wide receiver for the Giants, Kenny Golden. The Giants plan to sign a two-year, seventy-four million dollar deal with him. He will be, but he will be released March fifteenth due to occurring events. In his career, he only had 43 receptions for 602 yards, with obviously not putting up enough that the Giants are content with. He only caught one single touchdown that year as well. When March 15th happens, it will be interesting to see if a team will be there or will take their chances on him or not. Finally, the QB for the Atlanta Falcons, Marcus Mariota, was released also will will be released in the future also. He was benched at the end of the season for the Atlanta Falcons and they're moving him to a different team for a salary cap thing. Mariota started the first 13 games of the season and then got benched resulting in that he did not play at all at the end of the season. He he said that the reason he signed with the Falcons is because Matt Ryan went to the Colts. Uh, Matt Ryan also got benched for the Colts later and there but there is no specific Time for uh, that Marcus Mariota will be released. We'll keep you updated on that. Now I'll bring Eli in again, and we're going to go over some game predictions. We got a ton. We have the NBA, NCAA men's, NHL, and the NCAA women's. So we'll move on to game predictions with Eli. The NBA, we will start with. The Lakers play at Memphis today against the Grizzlies. Who do you have in this game? Um, definitely the Grizzlies, Lakers, they lost LeBron with an injury. That's on ESPN. It says it's a nightmare for the Lakers, which I agree with. Mm-hmm. Grizzlies are 25-5 and five at home. Lakers are 14-18 and 18 yeah, away. Grizzlies are definitely going to win this year. Yeah, LeBron with that foot injury that we talked earlier in my um, podcast today, uh, that's really going to crush the Lakers, mm-hmm. needing him for their playoff run. But, yeah, that Grizzlies' home record is... Is real good. So, yeah, take the Grizzlies in that game. Milwaukee Bucks will go up in Brooklyn against the Nets, who are searching for some player to come out of the key. Can Cam Thomas take them to a win? Um, I'm going to go with Bucks. Giannis Antetokounmpo is, like, day-to-day. He might play some games. Bucks have won 14 straight games. Yeah, they're definitely going to win, I'll say that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Ben Simmons for the Nets, he's out too. I mean, like, Nets have lost all three good players, basically. Yeah. I don't think Kyrie's they can win this. to the Mavericks. Yeah. KD's still... Uh, I'm not sure why KD isn't playing yet. Um, Yeah, but... The Bucks are gonna keep the Bucks are gonna keep their win streak. Mm-hmm. Move that up to fifteen. All right, the Washington Wizards will be going up in Atlanta against the Hawks. Who do you have in this game? Um, I'm gonna go with the Hawks. Trey Young, very good on the Hawks. He can twenty averaging twenty seven point per game, points per game. Excuse me. Um, Wizards having a not the best of a year. Um, a little bit over under five hundred. Chris is Porzingis. Um, he's having a good year though, like always usually. But yeah, I think it's gonna be a close game. But Hawks are gonna um, win it at the end. Uh, I'm gonna take uh, Washington Wizards in this one. I think Christian Christus Porzingis is gonna have a good game, and this is a crucial game for the Washington Wizards. Both both of these teams are neck and neck in the East, just like a few games behind each other. So it's a big game for the Wizards and the big game for the Hawks. Hawks to move ahead, Wizards to try and advance on the East. Mm-hmm. Now we'll go to the Chicago Bulls going up in Toronto against the Raptors. Who do we have here? Um, I'm going to go with the Bulls to in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, not the best away, but um, I just feel like they're going to get this one. Um, DeMar DeRozan on their team, on the Bulls, yep. He's having a good year. I think he, they can, he can carry them to win the, the game against the Raptors. Yeah, but I mean, I do. I think I agree with your opinion, but I'm actually going to go with the Raptors. The Raptors need this game as badly as the Hawks and the Wizards do. So do the Bulls. All four of those teams have practically the same records, mm-hmm. and the Raptors are going to win at home. It's going to be real close, though. All right, the Denver Nuggets will take a trip to the very bad Houston Rockets. Yeah. Who are we going to have here? I no think doubt, no Nuggets. Yeah. yeah, even though they're fifteen and fifteen away, which is pretty surprising compared to the record. But there's no doubt, Rockets full out stink this year. Nuggets, mm. one of the best in the league. Um, they're definitely winners. Yeah, look, look for another triple double with uh, Nikola yep. the Joker, Jokic. All right, we will go with the. Sacramento Kings versus the Oklahoma Thunder in Oklahoma. Who do we have here? Um, I'm going to go with the Kings with De'Aaron Fox on their team. Is uh, going to help them, though. Um, Shy Gilgis Alexander on the Oklahoma City Thunder is um, averaging 31 points per game, which is very good. It's the fifth um, in the NBA. And even though he's been doing good on the Thunder, I think he's going to help with the Kings. Yeah, the Kings have yeah the Kings have been doing very well recently. The Thunder also lost to them in their la- in their last game, and yet yeah, the Kings have won uh a, if out of their last five games they're four and one, which is which is very good. Like doubt da- they beat Dallas, Clippers, Trailblazers, also like we mentioned Oklahoma. So uh, Kings are gonna win this one again. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Three more NBA games left. We go Indianapolis Pacers and the Mavericks trying to rebound from that loss against the Lakers on, on um, Sunday. Who do you got here? Um, it was a hard decision, but I think I'm going to go with the Mavericks. Luka Doncic having a good year like always. Uh, 31, 33.1 points per game. A little bit over 500 for the Mavericks. They have a good record at home. Uh, Patriots not the best at a win, so I think Luka Doncic and the rest of their team will help get the dub against them. 
Yep, I do see that. I think Luka Doncic is going to have a good game against the Pacers. I think Mavericks are going to keep their chances right now in the West, and they're going to win today. All right, San Antonio Spurs will go up against the Utah Jazz in Utah after the All-Star break. Are the Jazz going to rebound with the West? Um, it's kind of obvious, even though both teams are not very good, but I'm going to go with the Jazz. 500 record. The Jazz are five hundred. That's not. I that's know, not but a bad record. compared to the Spurs, yeah, okay, fourteen. It's not very record. good. It's it's good for, for uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with the Spurs. I mean, excuse me, the Jazz, because the Spurs stink this year. Yeah, the ja- the Jazz have uh, been a question since losing Donovan Mitchell. Uh, mm. It's been a question whether they can handle that or not. They're five hundred right now, and they're sh- like fighting like all those other West teams, pretty much out there. But um, uh, I, w- I will take the Utah Jazz. All right, last game in the NBA today. That would be the uh, Timberwolves will face the Clippers in Los Angeles. Who do we have here in another tight West Coast game? I'm going to go with the Timberwolves today. Um, Anthony Edwards on the Timberwolves having a good year. Though Paul George on the Clippers has had also a good year, but I think uh, the Timberwolves are going to – uh, find at the end of the game that they can beat them at the end and get the momentum. Uh, do I'm going to take the Clippers in this game, actually. The Clippers have this home game. They have a home court advantage. The Timberwolves just uh, sold a, a loss that they had the win in their hands and gave it up to the Warriors, so they gave that up. So that's, that's a tough one right there. Um, but, yeah, the Clippers are going to take it, and the Timberwolves are going to lose another game. So the Clippers are going to win that one. Now we take it to Marquette versus Butler. Who's going to win this one? Um, definitely Marquette. I'm Marquette surprised they're in 60, 60 yeah, after the new rankings. High. Yeah, we're not ranked at the start of this year. Mm-hmm. They're a really good team, though. Yeah, they they trust a lot of teams. They're definitely going to win this game. Yeah, Marquette's going to take another Big East game home. Who will win the next game? This is a real question, though. Who is going to win Iowa at the number 15 seed, Indiana? In Indiana, who's going to win this one? I'm going with Indiana. They're number 15. Iowa having a good year, though. Yep. Indiana um, has beaten a one seed in Purdue, and I think if they can break Purdue, they can definitely beat Iowa. Uh, I'm going to go with a shocker here in Indiana. I'm going to have Iowa. Iowa okay. just uh, – if you were watching that Iowa-Michigan State game, they're down by 13 with a, with a minute a minute left, and they come all the way back. They, they send it into OT. They win in OT. They're, they got, they, they've got, like, at the highest level. Like, this is, uh, this is like, the, a game where Iowa can win this one. So I'm taking Iowa. All right. Clemson will go up against the number 13 seed Virginia at 7 o'clock. Who do we have here? This is a hard one. I think I'm going to go with an upset here. Clemson. They are having a good year. I'm surprised they're not ranked right now. Virginia also having a good year. But they basically have the same record. They're both the same in the conference. It's an even game right here. I'm telling you that. But I'm going to go with the Clemson uh, shocker today. Um. I'm gonna take the Virgin I've Virginia Cavaliers here. Um, but um 
I'm just going to say that um, it's going to be a close one. Like you said, the records are close. Clemson's just not ranked, so it doesn't, it doesn't seem like that. But I think Virginia not Virginia's not happy with that loss. They had to UNC, and uh, I think um, that Virginia's going to rebound after that game and win this. So Texas Tech showing some, some life here at the end, but will they be able to take a big game against the number three seed, Kansas? Um, no, they're not. Kansas is going to win this. Jalen Wilson is helping the Kansas, uh, one of their best players on their team. He's going to help them win this game. Texas Tech, um, they've lost, they've won four of their five last games. They lost to TCU last game. Um, it was a one-point game. That was a crazy game. Kansas last, won their last five games. I think Kansas is definitely going to win this. Yeah, Texas Tech suffered that loss, so they needed badly. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a good game. But yeah, Kansas is Kansas is rolling right now. Texas Tech needs this win. I think it's gonna be close to the first half, and Kansas is gonna blow it open through the second mm-hmm. half. Have Kansas win that game. All right, this is gonna be a real question though. Arkansas will take up the number twelve seed Tennessee. Who do we have here? Um, I'm gonna go with Tennessee. Um, I thought about this for a little bit, but Arkansas is having a good year too, though. But Tennessee. Ranked twelve, they're having a good year, and I think they're do. I don't think they're winning. Yeah, I disagree with that. I think Arkansas is going to win this one. Arkansas was close with Alabama the whole time. They gave contests through the whole game, so it's a good question who's going to win this one today. But I'm taking the Arkansas away against the Volunteers. <clears throat> uh, moving on, the number twenty-four ranked team, a big surprise. Texas A and M will take on. Ole Miss has been really just not what people thought they were going to be this year. So who, who do you have here? Uh, definitely Texas A&M. Ole Miss in their conference is 3-13, and not the thing that you really won. Um, but, yeah, they're, 20, they're the 24 seed for Texas A&M. They're definitely um, beat Ole Miss away. Okay, I'm going to take Texas A&M in this game. Because of um, the Ole Miss just record, they're eleven and eighteen. Texas A&M's been they've been good this year. I mean, thirteen three in the conference is real good, and that's not bad for the SEC. So um, yeah, take Texas A&M in that game. Finally, last game with ranked teams. It's the eighteen seed San Diego State University versus Boise State. Who do we have? Um, I'm gonna go with San Diego State having a. Phenomenal game, phenomenal, excuse me, um, season. Um, they're 23-5, and five, very good in their conference. But though Boise State is having a good year too, 12-4 and four in their conference too. Um, I'm going to go with Boise State this game though. They um, are having a good year and I think they will definitely beat them. Thanks, San Diego State's going to keep winning. Boise State's always been a competitor in March Madness. They've made it a lot of times. Uh, I, I like their football field, I'm going to say that. But uh, San, yeah. off topic, but San Diego State's going to win this one. All right, moving on to the NHL. The Red Wings lost last night to the Senators in, in their own home stadium. And they will rematch them tonight. Red Wings at Ottawa. Senators in Ottawa. Who are we going to have here? I'm going to go with the Red Wings away. It's going to be a close game, definitely. They, I'm, lost, they lost against them yesterday. I'm going to go with the Red Wings today. I okay. think they're going to get Senators are going to win this one. I don't need to say anything else. Senators are going to win this one. Uh, Florida Panthers take on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Who will win this one? 
Uh, definitely Lightning. Much better this year. The Panthers are having a good year, too, but definitely Lightning. Insane yeah, at home. I think home court advantage. Yeah, Tampa, Tampa Bay. I mean, those fans don't go home without anything. Um, yeah, Tampa Bay's going to win that one. Look, so look for that. Um, uh, the Columbus Blue Jackets will take on the Buffalo Sabres. And Buffalo Sabres needing a win here. Who do you have? Uh, Sabres, um, they're home. They're not the best at home, though, but neither are the Blue Jackets away. Uh, I definitely think the Sabres are having a good year, yeah. And uh, they're definitely wins. Yeah, Tage Thompson is when a kid to watch. Yeah, he's having a good year. Yeah, he's having a great year. But, yeah, the Buffalo Sabres are going to win this one. They're going to keep that win up, and they're going to go to 32-20 and 23. All right, we go to the New York Islanders versus the Minnesota Wild. Who do we have here? No, I'm going to go with the New York Islanders. Uh, Brock Nelson having a good year with them. And I think it's more of like an upset, but I think that the Islanders are going to pull it out. Off in the third. So this is a good game here. I'm going to be tuned into this one. But, the new, yeah, I agree with you. I think the New York, new York Islanders are going to win away today. All right, Seattle Crack and the new team will take on St. Louis Blues. Who do we have here? Um, I'm going to go with uh, the Blues um, at home. So more surprising, but um, they're home. They have a home court advantage. Um, not the best at home, but it's 500. Um. But, um, yes, they're definitely, I think they're going to win. Yeah, I mean, you guys, I mean, Seattle Kraken has the better record. 32-21-6, Blues being 26-28 and um, 5. But um, I'm actually going to take the Blues here. So, uh, St. Louis is going to take this one much-needed win. I mean, remember, they won the Stanley Cup just a few years ago. Now they're under 500, so... We'll see. All right, the Kings will take on the Winnipeg Jets in Winnipeg. Who do we have? Um, I'm going to go with the Jets. They're about the same record. Uh, Jets have uh, the two more wins, but four more losses. So definitely more games played there. Um, the Jets are 20-10 and 10 at home. Pretty good. Kings are, though, 16-11 and 11 away, which is pretty surprising. But I'm going to go with the Jets. Um... Kyle Connor is help is pretty good on their team, and I think they, he can help them. I think Los Angeles Kings are going to win this one away. It's not like a needing game; they're already doing really well. So I think they're going to they're they're going to win this game against Winnipeg. Um, then we go to the Chicago Blackhawks and the Arizona Coyotes. Another bad game. Who do we have? I'm going to go with the Blackhawks. <laughs> Even though they lost um, Patrick Kane, but um, Max Domi, not the best, but he's their best player there, and maybe he can help them win. And Arizona Coyotes are going to win this one. Um, Boston Bruins will face off against the Calgary Flames. Who are going to win this one? Um, Kind of obvious. Definitely the Bruins. The Bruins are the unbeatable 46-85 record pace. It's ridiculous. They have an insane team. They have better Everybody on their team is very good. Everybody's athletic, yes. Yeah, Boston Bruins will win that one. So look for that. Montreal Canadiens will go up against the San Jose Sharks for the last NHL game that we will predict. Who do we have here in a close one? Um, I don't think it's going to be close, but... I'm going to go with the Canadians away. Sharks not having the best year. Um, not the best home record either. 
But I think they're gonna. It's gonna. Uh, it's gonna be uh, probably a three point game. I'm gonna go with the Montreal Canadiens there again. Um, mm. They're coming down to San Jose. They need to win pretty badly for the playoffs, and they're they're gonna look for it, and they're gonna get what they um. They're gonna get it. All right. Finally, the last game we will be going over is the National College ba- Basketball Women's. Uh, UNLV with a twenty-seven and two record will go up Very against good. Nevada. Uh, I think it's not even close, right? Seventeen no conference. Yeah, that's insane. Undefeated in your conference, you and I'm surprised they're not ranked um, better than that. Um, they're very good this year. Only two losses. Nevada is not doing good this year. You in UNLV will win by at least thirty. Mm. Yeah, UNLV is gonna crush Nevada. Mm-hmm, definitely. All right, that has been a wrap. For Genesis Sports Mania podcast. I hope you listen to me next time. See you next time.